Hello. Hello. What's going on, man? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> what about you, man? <laughs> Not much, man. <laughs> on, a pod, much. on a podcast. First podcast. Wild. It's my first one and yours, man? My first podcast, man. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, man. Thank you so much, man. So what's been happening, lads? It's COVID, COVID affected the arts. I haven't heard much about that. Wow, man. It's been a bloody roller coaster. let's just <laughs> say that. Um, last, I don't know, what, three, four months. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing in that sense, you know. I mean, uh, at first glance, it's, you know, all kinds of destruction and everything, all the negativity around it. <clears throat> but at the same time, um, there's a lot of opportunity in it. So... And that's actually how I met Harry, right there on the exactly. other side. So Harry, um, tell us a tell us the story of how we actually met. Hey man, uh, uh, I, during the during the COVID. Yeah, uh, I've been following Tommy on Instagram for a little bit. Uh, I was kind of after some nice art, and a couple of pieces like really struck me. Messaged the guy, and he took me on a little bit of a tour of his of his studio. And yeah, I linked up a couple times from there, and yeah, I ended up purchasing some of his work to killer killer pieces um i'm not sure can we bring him up is that a thing any works it's well, all good yeah yeah on the screen yeah yeah what, what are they i'm gonna find them yeah they're I'm they, gonna find they, them. Uh, do, you, do you have instagram on there they'll be on instagram yeah, yeah. yeah. on tommy's page yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring up you keep we're gonna find them but yeah, yeah. yeah i got like uh work for my bedroom work for my lounge room um it's just so cool man like i've uh, found you know a lot of art is quite static and I think kind of, you know, it's a one looker to some extent, right? You'll see it and then, you know, you've seen it. Whereas Tommy's work, it transforms a lot, which I think is killer. Um, and I've got this really kind of moody, um, silky smooth, like galactic-like piece in my bedroom, um, which I just love going to sleep to. It's awesome. And I had a, um, a kind of more energetic one in my lounge room. Um, I'm going to find it. I'm gonna head down. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> We're deep. We're deep. Me and Tommy met a while ago now. That's right. He's also killer. Uh, it's not going to make me look. Oh, you're going <laughs> to get ads. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's uh, okay. No, 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 no. They're, they're beautiful pieces, though. And yeah, and then after that, um, yeah, me and Tommy was just kind of teed up on a couple of projects here and there and mm -hmm. kept in contact and, yeah, got some cool things in the works, cool things lined up. For sure, for sure. I mean... What's, what's really interesting with this whole kind of process was that when you have an idea and a spark and, you know, you, you create the first relationship, after that, amazing things start to happen. Because on our project together, um, you know, like we were doing promotional stuff for my website and that kind of thing because yeah. I wanted to do a bit of a rebrand and I wanted to kind of, you know, start to, you know, position, you know, what I do, um, you know, in this kind of market. Um, but what was really, really awesome was when we actually put it together in our first project, when we went to uh, the house in Throsby, yeah. right? Um, you know, that was the first um, in-wall interactive artwork. And actually, you might be able to pull it up on the Instagram as well because it's actually an important one. It's at the top. Um, yeah, it should be near the <laughs> You won't ask Rad. <laughs> Hold on. I'll get this up. It's actually quite an old post, actually. So it's... Oh, but we reposted it. Yeah, true, true. So it is, we go down a bit. You're going to get cut for Yeah, oh, I'm going to get, get cut. Oh, we're going to get cut again. Oh, no. Wait, no. It's near. It's near this. It's, it's I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so we go down a bit. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we saw yeah. it. We, we got saw it. it. We saw it. This one. Up. Up. Uh, up. up. Yeah. yeah that's the one. Oh, but he got cut still. <laughs> <laughs> you can see from the side. Ah, uh, technology. Yeah. See, right there. That's right. So. Yeah, so with that piece, um, I'm we're doing... Log, I'm going to log in and we'll, oh, we'll bring okay. it up. <laughs> we'll go back to it. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that was a funny time. It was um, Tommy's oh. first time yeah. uh, doing an interview. A bit of a learning process for the both of us. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But it was um, beautiful. Oh, it was wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. We, we, met, we met the owners um, that purchased the house that actually had the artwork inbuilt um, into the actual house. And, uh, yeah, it was just really exciting to hear it from their point of view because they've lived with it for about, I think, what was it, 11, 10, 11 months? It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, like I, like when, when we went through the interview, we started to see that, you know, they made pers uh, purchasing decisions based, you know, to some extent on the artwork itself, which yeah. is, 
quite a great honor, you know. For, I think they said, you know, when you. it was about the energy they felt in the house, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, so yeah. they walked in and they just felt something, right? A house which no other house had. That's right. And you know what? That vision, like from three, four years ago, it came out. Oh, that's even better. There you go. That's, that's great. The, that's a killer photo. So, yeah. Uh, maybe explain a bit more for those who don't know that you actually um, produced artwork for a development before anyone had moved in and it was integrated fully into the into the building, into the wall of the house. Yeah, yeah. So that was the... It's kind of interesting story. I mean, we can go into the story. Which <laughs> dive <laughs> deep, man. Yeah, dive, dive deep. deep into it. All right. Um, how, how do we? Okay, how do we begin? I okay. I was invited to this party. Okay, this is how it started, right? It's a bit of a story. Um, so I was invited to this party, and uh, it's at this you know beautiful home, beautiful house, a um, lot of movers and shakers in the Canberra media scene, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So you know, and uh, I had this idea that all right, well, let's have an exhibition in this space. So I talked to the owner. It was a bit bold yeah. at the time, right? But why not? Why not, right? So I said, well, you know, it's a big house, right? Let's make an exhibition in this space, right? Um, and I put together an exhibition. It was in 2017, and it was called Oasis. Mm. Um, and I even had um, uh, I had a couple of, you know, guests, like guests come in. I had a um, pianist as well, uh, Chris Andre, you know, the comedian? Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was actually playing piano on a $50,000 grand piano. I mean, Damn. it was just nuts, right? Yeah. Um, Another Canberra name. Another Canberra name, right? name, Chris. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris is wonderful. Um, and he played some amazing, you know, ambient kind of scores. And mm. it was quite improvised, too. Um, so anyway, so with that exhibition, it, we invite a lot of people and one of the guys that came there was a developer, right? So, um, and there was another developer as well. So, um, but with, w- it was the first time where, um, I could show the vision. So the idea was that I wanted to have interactive work in the actual exhibition. I had interactive work as you'll see with this, you know, light reactive piece in mm. this way, but my grander kind of vision, if you, if you could say that, um, was to uh, transform the spaces with interactive artwork in built into the walls, into the actual architectural structure. You know, has that been done before? Like, I'm not sure. I, I, I've, I haven't seen it elsewhere. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit wild. It's a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and anyway, so this, so uh, this uh, developer, he said, "Look, we're gonna, um, we're gonna open a, 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 a like an open home. Well, not really open home. Sorry, it's like a." Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a show like, home? Yeah, like a show home. Like the first one that they built. Yeah. Although they built ones before, they built houses before. But this one was like a showpiece because they wanted to, you know, go for particular kind of awards. So with this one, um, they said, we are uh, in mid-build. So we've got the frames up. We've got everything. We have an opportunity to actually, uh, you know, manifest this as, as a reality. So they commissioned me um, to create this artwork in this way. Um, and it was four meters tall, so uh, that presented a lot of logistical challenges because of its height. Yeah. Because you know plexiglass, because it's actually painted, you know, directly on plexiglass. Uh, there are certain limitations to the size that you can purchase in cast uh, uh, plexiglass or acrylic. So we had to find ways how to, you know, uh, you know, kind of find ways to create a piece like that to make it look continuous, right? Yeah. Um, and that was an amazing thing, and, and and it was the first one ever done. From what we've, you know, from what we've kind of seen. So, um, and an, it was a hell of a learning experience. You I know, imagine, all, man. All, like, it was yeah. all custom ordered, wasn't it, you said? Yes, it was yeah. all custom, yeah, for, uh, for this home. So, and the mounting system was quite interesting too because we had, you know, we had plasterers come in and we asked them to do things they usually never do. <laughs> so yeah, I assume, you know, typical tradie just ready to go do their job and you're like, all right, guys, <laughs> hang on. We're putting art in the wall. That's <laughs> right, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Say what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just stick it with the nail. I think that's, that's what one of them said, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, they did. Damn. It's glass. Does that have <laughs> like a light behind it? Yeah, kind of? yeah. that's right. That's right. So <coughs> it's got a dimmer. So you can see here there's a... Oh, sorry. So yeah. there's a dimmer, you know, in the image. So this one did not have coloured light at the time, like in terms of the stuff that I do now. But this one has a dimmer and all the colours are already in the artwork. And what they wanted from, from this uh, installation is to change the mood within that voluminous space. It's quite a large space, mm. um, you know, and then we tested it out, you know, with the different uh, settings and the, you know, the um, intensity of the light, and you really can do that. Which really I think it's good. You know, I think in such a large space, right, your eyes are often drawn to nothing but how big the space is. 
I think a really cool thing about this piece is it gives your eyes something to kind of fixate to. Instead of just being like, oh, this is a grand space, you kind of have this, you know, this centering piece within the room. I thought it, I thought it was great. Like the second I walked in, Thanks. it was amazing. Thank you very much. So that was that, yeah, it's like uh, ideas can turn into reality. Um, and that's the most beautiful part, you know? When I want to see it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next step. <laughs> the floor, the ceiling, yeah. everything. Whole room. The whole thing. You're in the cube. Well, well, actually, you're in the faceted crystal. But anyway, that's enough. <laughs> it's, going deep. it's a hint, hint thing. But anyway. <laughs> We're going in deep. Remember James Terrell did an exhibition where you were kind of like completely in it at the National Gallery. I can yeah. imagine seeing your work in a way where you're just completely engulfed in the work. It would be very cool. That's a dream, man. Yep. So, hint, hint, if the NGA do hear this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> or White Cube. Hit me. <laughs> White Cube, you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on out. I'm pretty sure they're watching. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> big reach, oh, big man. reach. This was cool as well, man. When, when, when was that from? Yeah, so that was installed uh, in New Acton. Yep. In the, uh, there's like, I don't know what you call it, but it's like where you've got the East Apartments. I think they're called the East Apartments. They're on uh, Edinburgh um, Avenue, I think. It's called. lost in New Acton. Yeah. There's <laughs> no hotel, hotel. And a yeah, lot of rust-colored yeah. buildings. That's right. That's right. With lots of uh, corrosion and yep. erosion. They well, like that. They like that a lot. I do too. I've started to really get into it um, a lot more. And yeah, so that piece was made for that kind of space um, to have that kind of weathered and corroded uh, kind oh. of look. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what's interesting with this one is that um, I'm working on a thinner frame system because originally it's on the hundred mil, so it actually yeah. sits out as quite a bit of a box. Uh, now we're getting it down to about thirty six mil. Wow. Yeah. Different back. Completely different. Whole different feeling on the wall. Yeah. Well, because I guess that this kind of has like a kind of TV like profile to some yeah. extent, right? On those ones. Yeah. Yeah. Going really thin would be amazing. Well, I want it kind of like worldly, a, right? Yeah, like you you want it to be like a uh, what do you call those things? Like the um, wallpaper kind of TVs. You yeah, know, yeah, really clean. Um, it doesn't affect uh, you know anything. It's very discreet. Um, so that's kind of the future, really. I think that'll make it all the more impressive, right? Because it's kind of you know it kind of gives a bit more magic to it, even. Yeah, you know, it's this painting doing all this stuff by itself, and you, you don't really see the I guess the I obviously you're not seeing the inner workings here, but yep, even even less so. So I, I guess we. As the viewers, we only ever see these like finished products mm -hmm. uh, like this. How much of your time is actually in, uh, you know, inventing almost like playing around um, with techniques? And I'd, I've asked you this before and you haven't told me how, <laughs> how you actually make this stuff. But I'm blown away by some of the... Um, you know, effects that you get. How much time is that where it's not even about making a piece of art, it's just about experimenting? Look, I mean, it's really all about experimentation. Every single piece is and was an experiment, right? Let's just be truthful here, you know? Yeah. And I, I guess that's the way that I live because I always want to create something different. So, um, you know, but I'll have like a series of works, like big works and small works. And, you know, like I'll be doing poor style painting mm. but then i'll kind of you know in the heat of the moment invent you know or, or you know create a different technique that will um create a different movement in it or a different textural um you know i would i, I don't like to say effect because it's got a lot of you know negative <laughs> connotations yeah, to yeah. it but treatments yeah right so um yeah, but when you get into it, you, you're basically uh, sparking that creative process all the time. You never go down a formulaic type of route. And I think my, my favorite thing is yeah. you said, I think to me once, that one of the best things about this kind of style of art, right, is you're going to get art which expresses the way you feel at the time. Because yeah. it's always an experimentation, right? It's not like I'm going to do this set technique I have to make this product. It's I'm going to experiment today. And that experiment is going to partially be that's you know, right. how you're feeling at the time. And I think you said you had some works during COVID, which yeah. started to represent that a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> there were there were works um, that I w was making, which is a lot more textural. So what I wanted to do was actually break down older works, which were unfinished. These new works, I termed them as masterworks because they go 
they go back into the old energy of what was there, but it was not complete. I felt it wasn't complete. Yeah. Um, and then when you kind of go back into it and you take the risks and you start eroding material and you start to kind of, you know, you're kind of attacking the artwork. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's not a very, it's not a very, you know, it's not a very nice thing to do. I, I mean, the funny thing is you yeah. see this kind of smooth look at the end, but mm. you know, the process, right? Oh, the process <laughs> is savage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's, that's secret stuff. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're adding these layers, um, to, to something that was there, but you're basically like, you know, kind of like uh, uh, tweaking it out, you know, like you bring it out. And, and I think that's a really exciting bit too, that you can always create something, um, you know, in different ways, you know what I mean? So um, like when painters paint, they, they go through a certain type of process, right? Mm. And when you get locked into that process, that's all that you'll create. But then something happens and it's like, okay, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. That happens, you know, in a certain situation, a certain commission, something, some accident. Yeah. Right? Actually, I love the accidents. They're the most important component of the whole thing. Yeah. It's the accident that drives you, you know, because it's something that's, it's unconscious, mm. right? I think it's even subconscious. It's like it's there, but in order to manifest it, there has to be something that sparks that manifestation. Yeah. So um, that's why I love painting yeah. in general. You it's know? killer, man. I, yeah. I think you've seen a lot of it in your works as well where you have that kind of... I think a lot of your older works were very, let's say, quite silky and, you know, kind of galaxy-like and oceany. And I've seen some of your newer works can be quite jagged. And then there's mm. some works together where you're kind of combining both those two things as this, like, beautiful juxtaposition. I know one of the ones I bought was like that as well. It's the best kind of seeing those two techniques kind of come together thank it's you amazing I, to watch thanks man I, I was i was so surprised with that that little circular one with the flows in it um and also actually lifex reposted it as well i was hyped man <laughs> I, 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 I think the best thing is i saw everyone was commenting on that one more than normal <laughs> and they're like this is amazing i'm like no this is amazing and i'm buying it <laughs> for you guys this is uh, mine <laughs> that, that was nuts man i mean the, the international lighting company you know blue tick and then they you know they, they reposted it's quite awesome um, yeah I'm I'm trying to like uh, uh, you know like we're collaborating already, but I'm trying to you know get them to see the uh, you know the the vision of having environments within this you know uh, kind of art. So um, you know, and we're getting there bit by bit. We're kind of chipping away at it, creating you know new pieces that 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 have that energy and they have that life. And your particular one is so hard to re it's, well, it's impossible to reproduce. Mm. But I want to take that energy. And you know, kind of, you know, procreate with it, so to speak. You know, in, like spores. You know, yeah, in, I get in different artworks. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's a special one. So no, that's why. That's why I, I got that one because I know, like, I have. I'm a. I work at JB Hi-Fi, so I'm unashamed. I love LifeX. They're they're they're, they're beautiful stuff, and yeah. I buy too much of their stuff. In fact, I actually I had my phone stolen on Friday, and oh, it's yeah. oh, it's okay. These things happen, okay. but <laughs> it's it'd be how it be. But it got to the point now where my home is so LifeXed <laughs> that. Um, I didn't have a phone for five days, right? So I had to yeah, ask yeah. my roommate, Sam, every night before I went to bed, I had yeah. to go knock on his door and I was like, hey, Sam, can you turn my lights off? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a phone. I, I was too smarted out. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I, in my room, I think, you know how you're saying your work kind of works a lot with LifeX is mm. the reason I wanted it is because I saw that, you know, I think LifeX has this beautiful flow and I love all the colors working around my room. It's awesome, man. And I, I actually have one of their tiles and one wall and then one of Tommy's pieces on the other. And they just complement each other too well. <laughs> perfect <laughs> couldn't ask for anything more thanks man um it's 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 technology that's because the thing is that what i want kind of want to open up is the the fusion of technology ai because it pretty much is almost ai yeah essentially in that sense just the colors and the forms and everything that come from it is you know uh, embedded in those algorithms which is ai obviously based yeah um well, that's how I understand it, but it's. I some think it would have to be right. It's something like extent. that, yeah, because there's sensors in there that make decisions on certain things and and so on. Um, but I think that when you instead of fighting a technology that's coming anyway, mm. why not embrace it and why not take it further and extend and elevate the already existing thing? And I think that's what um, the future holds. What do I love about that? I think a lot of people are. And I think, you know, artists can sometimes do it. They, they, we get quite attached to the traditional way of doing things. And I think what you've been able to do and kind of get on quite early is being able to say, we have this new technology and, you know, this is the forefront of new technology. Why aren't we incorporating that into, you know, to some extent, ancient painting styles and then bringing that together with new techniques and new pieces of technology yeah. together? It's, it's killer. 
Hell yeah. More yeah. people need to do it. <laughs> well, maybe, or maybe not. Something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe it can just always be Tommy's thing forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, the fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Harry? What have you been up to? Uh, live scenes kind of dipped out a little bit during COVID. So um, traditionally just doing live music photography has been a bit le- uh, less of that. But um, mm. being some of my really good friends, uh, guys called Keo, Keo and Billy, and now a girl called uh, Claire, and we all work together on a project uh, called Warm Water. Traditionally, they are like a record agency, but we're doing a thing called immersion sessions at the moment, mm-hmm. which has been pretty fun. Uh, Sounds cool. Yeah, man. Cool. Uh, like in March this year, I think it was in March, uh, we went to a studio in Sydney called Studio 301. Wow. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now, yeah, we started filming, um, you know, live uh, band sessions, one take in one of the coolest studio spaces uh, in Australia. It's something I've been dreaming of doing for forever. I think every filmmaker always wants to do live sessions with bands. It's just something which comes across your mind, but you don't really have a way to do so. And for me, my audio knowledge was really, uh, kind of lacking a lot. And I was so hyped to you know become better friends with these guys as they have audio knowledge out the wazoo <laughs> it's crazy man so i've had this beautiful group of people who've been able to facilitate this kind of dream i've had for ages and you know together we've been able to create a killer product i've loved it yeah awesome, awesome work man. on this one bro thanks man yeah and then we've got um the teaser there's another one coming up um in the next month or two um filmed it a while back in 301 with another pretty cool camera band so keen Ooh. to have that one come out yeah, I think video work's just one of my favorite things. It's going to be weird. I've always been traditionally a photographer. Well, I thought I was at least. Um, and then I don't get hired for photo work as much as video work. Everyone's like, hey, man, cool photos. But can I hire you for this video job? <laughs> and then down the track, I've just started like really, really enjoying the process of it all. Um, I'm starting to learn a lot more about lighting, which I'm really enjoying. Um, as we saw with that interview. Yeah, yeah Me and Tommy did an interview with someone. I bought the world's biggest softbox. <laughs> <laughs> like a terrifyingly large softbox. <laughs> I think the poor, the, the poor girl, it was funny. We, we talked to this girl for maybe like an hour before we started filming, which is maybe our mistake because yeah. me and Tommy love to chat. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then we pulled her in front of this huge softbox and I think we'd... We'd run her out of juice. <laughs> yeah, she was just paralyzed. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> like, ah. Even I was a bit paralyzed. I was like, whoa, where's sticking that thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It ain't sus. <laughs> Looks good though, but it ain't Looks sus. Good, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, awesome. So what's tell us a bit more about this warm water thing. Yeah. Yeah. So warm water isn't is really just it's a it's a record label i guess traditionally C- canberra based yeah, yeah yeah exactly uh billy and keo canberra um, artists two ca- yeah. amazing people who basically started it up a couple of years ago um yeah yeah it's, it's killer and i've just started working with them recently I and mean, i'm really lucky that um some of the guys from archie i've been to school with in fact i live with one of them mm-hmm. um so we've kind of just hung out as they've kind of grown up throughout canberra and that's had me uh, spend more time with the management of those guys and just kind of develop projects together. And it's one of the cool things about Canberra. You know, it's, I haven't, I, I was in, I actually started doing all my photography stuff in the Sydney scene, um, which is really cutthroat. You know, it's everyone's stepping on everyone's toes. Everyone wants yeah, to be the best. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm this and I'm that. And then Canberra just like, I think, and Nick can probably attest to this. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone is lovely to everyone. <laughs> everyone wants to help everyone grow it's the most beautiful thing and that's how this is all stemmed out really it's a wonderful environment i agree yeah it's so good that's why if i hear you trash talking camera i'm coming <laughs> to you <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so where do you see photography sitting into the future for you and i guess gig photography it, i know you're still doing a little bit of stuff with pass out and you know live in your lounge and stuff there's mm. been some places for live music but what are you seeing as a and uh with the with the warm water thing and uh, and your photography where is that going yeah man um i think at the moment it's just a bit unsure right um i'm doing as much photography as i can i'm still doing press shots with you know some bands i really like but i think the cool thing for photographers and you know really all artists is COVID's made us get out of our boxes to some extent. So I, I've been really lucky that, you know, while previously 
I could fulfill my photography needs and wants by just shooting festivals and gigs and I'd have all this content coming in. Now that that's kind of been cut off, I've seen a lot of photographers, including myself, have to spend time looking for work elsewhere. But that, I think that's actually improving a lot of us. Um, a I lot of photographers so, yeah. I've seen now who are traditionally just live music photographers. And I, I think live music photographers kind of box themselves into a genre quite often. Mm. Um, and they post live music photography. Maybe they do other sorts of photography, but they just post about it. I've seen a lot of killer photographers. I mean, Ruby Boland, one of the biggest ones in Australia. She started posting skate photography. Um, nice. Gabby Clement started doing, you know, more portraits and stuff. And I, I think seeing a lot of people step out of their comfort zone has been beautiful, including myself. You know, I, I traditionally don't do too much stuff outside music. So doing more video work and then doing more, um, you know, uh, like press shots of bands. It's been, it's been really fun. Been able to learn new skills and stuff. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, COVID's really changed everything for me as well in terms of um, uh, when, because originally I had a studio at a car park, right? You so did, yeah. And, and Har Harry went there, and you know, um, uh, you know, I invited him down there. Um, but at the height of the lockdown um, here in Canberra, I had to kind of think like, well, I can't use that as a studio. So what I did, obviously, I kind of uh, you know opened up the home in that sense, um, re-landscaped the uh, the garden and everything, and changed it into a studio. Right? Keep the neighbors happy. That's right. Well, <laughs> not not in so many words. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just say that I've had to go a little bit incognito with that one. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's one of those things, right? Like you, it 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 pushes you outside of the box. It kind of puts you in a box in mm. that sense, right? But at the same time, it kind of uh, allows you to expand and take a lot of risks and things that you would not normally do. I think it's experience. been nice though being put in that box, right? Yeah. Because I, I, I think some people that will just cripple them completely. And mm. I, I think I've been kind of blessed by the fact that while yes, we were put in a box, we've kind of have to force ourselves out of the box, which I think pre-COVID, no one was going to do. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, right. like everyone was kind of happy with their comfort zones and just hanging out inside them. And I think us as creatives have really had to think, you know, what are we going to do differently? I and mean, even like yourself, Nick, right? Like, would you be doing a podcast pre this? That's right. Yeah. No, that's part of the inspiration for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think like we've all found, you know, different avenues to keep ourselves entertained and keep our creativity going and flowing. And yeah, yeah. I actually think we've seen some of the coolest creative pushes forward. I mean, Live in Your Lounge, for example, that is like, that is just one of the... Have you watched Live in Your Lounge, Tommy? Heard of it, but I haven't seen it, no. It's no. so cool. They what, what basically, as soon as COVID hit, um, they've been getting banned like week after week. I think <laughs> at one point they were doing two, three sessions a week. Yeah. 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 Like n nutty stuff. And then they, yeah, filming a full live gig, wow. full production, full lighting, Support full sound. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And all live. Yeah, exactly. Li and li live stream. And, and all I that. think that's something which we weren't going to have mm. pre-COVID. I think the idea of that. No, no way. It's making also well. gigs quite accessible, I think, as well. You know, sometimes people can't get out of the house. I've loved it. You know, like I've seen, I'll come home on a Friday night sometimes and I'll be able to just tune into a live gig from the comfort of my couch. <laughs> Obviously, yes, I like to be there. Of but, course, of course. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think being able to adapt like that's been crazy, yeah. crazy cool. It's true. The key would adapt. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think, you know, there was a huge chance for a lot of, you know, just negativity and then we mm. could all just collapse. But I think the cool thing yeah. about creative is, is they wouldn't let that happen, right? We really, being creative... We have to, right? We <laughs> right. call ourselves creatives. We got to. We have to be creative, right? <laughs> so, you know, but actually put in the effort. But no, I, I, I loved it, man. I, I think that some really positive stuffs come out of it. Absolutely. I am very keen to go back to a festival, though. I want to yeah, get sunburned. I want to have sunscreen in my eyes. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I, you know, I just, I, I miss even the crap things about it, man. Of course, of course, of course. It's a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, you know. Like you miss a little bit of that kind of human connection and the moment and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, learning but not to handshake was the yeah. most bizarre. I'm a yeah. very huggy, handshaky person. Yeah, I still get caught up. I walk up to someone and I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you <laughs> do the elbow. Yeah, yeah. I really know what's going on there. I'm not very good at that. That's <laughs> no, no, it takes a lot of practice. <laughs> that it definitely does. What We're about, adapting, right? What about you, Tommy? Have you thought much about the fact that your work needs to be seen? Well, it doesn't need to be, but it'd be good to be seen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And traditionally galleries are f packed full of people mingling around. That's become harder. Have you thought of, you know, ways to do something a bit different with that? Absolutely. Like I've been, I've been thinking um, 
to set up uh, like an online uh, gallery, but one that you can actually tour in 3D. So I've got the software for it. I've got the SketchUp Pro. I've got everything set up. It just takes a bit of time to build it. That sounds um, so cool. It's going to be a bit different, right? So it's going to be like, um, like, uh, like a walkthrough, essentially. And the other cool bit is because it's digital, you can invent and create the, l the uh, environment to what you want. You don't necessarily have to make it in the normal architectural sense of... Can we have art on the floors? Yeah, of course <laughs> you can. You can have it anywhere, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's the thing, right? That pushes the idea in people's consciousness that it can actually be realized in reality. Yeah, 100%. I think if people could I see... I think that's the next step, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of, you know, day-to-day -day people, I'm just going to keep using art on the floor as an example because <laughs> I think, A, it's funny, but B, it's gorgeous. It's uh, going to be cool, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Like, you know, like who, like normal people on their day-to-day -day life be like, no, I'm not going to put a painting on my floor, you you madman. But I think if you walk through that in a virtual space and you see how that can make you what feel... What can do, yeah. Yeah, and the idea starts to become a lot less ridiculous. Can we can we actually chuck up on the Instagram because there was one I might have it there. Um, the piece called Whirlpool, which was my first floor concept artwork. This kind of leads into it quite nicely. That was that, kind of that was showing at not Nishi. What, what, what's the bar at Nishi? Uh, a monster. Yeah, it was showing that, wasn't it? It was at Monster Bar. Yeah. 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 Uh, should be yeah, yeah. It should yeah, be on the website. Uh, it's called Whirlpool. So, yeah. Actually, have a look at um, uh, da -da 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 -da. look at um, the different events that I've done, and I think one of them will be Ovalo, because it's like a partnership with Ovalo Hotels um, for Art Not Apart twenty twenty actually, just before COVID hit. Or yeah. A major project, so uh, da, 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 da. not the other art fair, maybe art meets architecture, maybe that one should be there. Oh, that's the that's oh, the that is so cool. That's <laughs> that's actually going to be a reality in about a is year. That and a half. Is that a SketchUp? Because I, I, I didn't think you'd done that yet. So <laughs> <laughs> it's actually rendered in 3D. That's so cause I, yeah, I heard that was coming. I didn't know that was done. I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, man. It Are we gonna have color in this one? In like in with the backlight? Is it gonna? Is that the yeah. game? The the idea is to have an interactive piece. So you walk through the doorway, and then there'll be sensors in built in it, and you can actually walk through, and it interacts with you. Ah. So I can sense, you ah. know, how you feel or whatever, and it actually translate that into color and form, and you know, you can f see what's there. You know, so um, cool. It's the it's kind of yeah. It's it's a it's a part of a dream I had and I wanted to, you know, make it to reality. So um, and there's some other stuff. That's an exhibition I did um, uh, again just before COVID. So this is actually 2019. Mm. That's uh, Revelation. That's Ark. I love that one. Well, we're looking for these. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. If, um, you, go, if you go our portfolio, maybe go our portfolio, go into uh, da, 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 maybe private. Is it a is technically? Uh, maybe architectural and concept or private. It's one of those. Oh, it's Kirkland, don't worry. Architectural, yeah. So there's all the architectural stuff, including the lifts as well at City West Campus. <laughs> <laughs> so, for <laughs> how, what would you say to someone who's, um, you know, thinking about getting into art and as someone who's made a career out of it, what, what does it take in to get to the next level um, I'm sure a lot of hard work, but mm. in terms of getting these projects and what what do you think the advice would be to someone? Because a lot of people are thinking about getting into art but yeah. don't know sort of how to take it to that next level yeah. and get these sort of opportunities. I think, I think the way to do it is to naturally persevere. So naturally you're going to get, you know, throwbacks and stuff like that, you know, um, I think keep with your vision um, and plan it out. You know, be a bit strategic about it. The way that you, I'm still learning that myself. You know, <laughs> so you know, just just persevere. Um, you know, go to the go to a people that will want to connect with what you do and your vision. You know, see see where they're at in that respect. Um, I'm still doing that myself. You know, that's the whole process. Um, you know. But never, never give in, you know. Artists go through a hell of a time trying to get their art out there. 
you know it's about resonating with your audience that you know that you want to you know do a project with or something um you know things have to kind of align a little bit naturally you have to have a bit of luck in it that's just the way it works um but you need to make that luck and you need to push forward and do stuff which is definitely outside of your comfort zone and i think that's what covid's done yeah it kind of leads into <laughs> um uh, harry's comment there about it so yeah i think that if you push outside of your comfort zone um, and go a little bit about, um, beyond what the like art establishment has taught you. If you're if you've studied art, if you're lucky enough to study it, if not, then you know if you're a lion, you can go for it. You know, you just got to have that tenacity to keep going. Mm. I think it's really cool yeah. with you as well is the way you've done your audience interaction. I haven't seen too many. There's a lot of I guess people who post their art and that's it. But I love how you, every every artwork. I'm not sure if you got everyone's seen. Tommy's Insta, but the way he'll do, he'll post, make an artwork, and then it'll go live, and he gets to kind of discuss with, you know, the audience and his fans and everyone who's gone on, you know, exactly, exactly how you know the process happened, and have a large conversation about that. And I think that connection you have with your audience is very different to, you know, your standard Instagram. Well, I want to, I want to, to connect with the audience, my audience, in that way because you know they're following me, um, you know, they're they. You know, they're they're spending time, their valuable time, you know, um, you know, getting involved with what I do. So as a respect to that, I want to, you know, uh, share a lot of things with them um, and give them that value. You know, people say stuff about giving value, but um, you know, like I actually want to give them an experience. You know, you also get to give them the signature Tommy hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a few different ones. <laughs> it just depends on the time of day. You know? <laughs> it depends on the night. One of our viewers, That's Josh, has uh, sent this in and found the Whirlpool. Oh, he's one found it. Oh, what, a, what a guy. Yeah, Good what a old guy. Joshy. Thank you, Josh. Wow, thank you, Josh. <laughs> yeah, there it goes. And imagine this is on your floors, people. Imagine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Or ceiling. Or ceiling. Or both. Oh, even better. <laughs> or walls. <laughs> That's right. That was a good find. That was a good one, yeah. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one I wanted to ask about your um, the f impressive thing sometimes about your work is the scale that you you get in, and um, you know we've done. I've seen shipping containers fully covered, and um, the one at the airport. Um, was that one of the? Wish that, it was that, that big. Why was that you have a piece of the airport? I'd love to, but you know. or it was on display there or something. Uh, I could be wrong. There was <laughs> <laughs> I think it tapped into my subconscious there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking that. That was a dream. How, how do you go about getting these works so so big? These massive pieces, like the size of houses. Well, look, the thing with that is that it requires more than just me. So I want to kind of thank all the people that are involved in this because it's not just technically me in that sense. Um, for large format works, um, I rely, you know, like uh, a lot of my kind of, um, like people that I collaborate with, um, uh, you know, to help me out with that kind of stuff. Because if you're moving panels like that, they're very heavy. They're naturally very large, right? Um, so I've, you know, I've worked with uh, people uh, at the City West car park for those big ones, the really big, the voyage work. Mm. Um, Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, the ones that are on an entire wall. Yeah, that's yeah. voyage. Yeah, yeah. That's, my, um, that's my largest work and um, probably the most important work for its message now, um, which is because it's called voyage, right? And, and uh, it's called finger voyage and then fingerprints of consciousness. So that was... A bit of a, a bit of a head spin that one. It's an it's an important one because with that work, when it reacts with light, um, it it basically traces or gives you a sensation of the reality of life and um, you know the existence, like in the brain, you know, like uh, neurons firing, brain functioning as a living thing. It is itself the first of those kind of living things, but at scale. Um, and yeah, that's an, that's an important piece, but it requires a lot of effort and it requires, um, 
a lot of help with architects and, and people like that because it is so large. The logistics around it are, are scary. You know, like you, when, you, when you go into it, you think, okay, well, I'm going to paint a large work, but what am I going to do after that? You know how how you, can I move it? You know how you were talking about mm. how you're not really planning these works to some extent? Like you, you're planning to some extent structure behind it, but the work is in the moment and it's an experiment. Yes. With the larger works, would you say that's still true? Voyage was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Voyage originally was, like it's 12 meters, right? So with that, humongous. It's, it's the humongous one. Um, and the value of the plexiglass that I saw I, uh, was extraordinary. Mm. You know, like I could buy like a little car for that much. You know, it was really <laughs> scary. Um, but it was a dream that I had in terms of I really wanted to make it a reality. Um, but I wanted to see how you could see it. Like, so I got a, a ladder and I looked at all the clear material in front of me. Mm. And I thought, holy crap, this is a lot of, you know, how am I going to pay this, right? And I had this idea that, okay, well, I'll do something with scale. You know, I had this I had this idea where you would go from the, like, nano scale and go to the cosmic scale, going, you know, through our scale and then going to the cosmic, very large scale, yeah. you know. Um, and the piece, when I kind of threw, quote, unquote, the first paint, dripped the first paint mm. through it, it was like, you know, it, it's like breaking a drought. And when, yeah. you, when you do that, things change immediately and then you kind of you're in a flow you're in a th you're in a thing called the void mm. you know it's like infinite potential and you kind of like something i don't know how to describe it but you touch something which is present and it and you're a vessel for that thing whatever it is you know and when you go through it you suddenly become you know this almost like a puppet like something is kind of you know like um it's controlling you almost yeah. right it's a most amazing thing. And through that work, that was the that was the driving force of it. That was how it was created. That's why I think you see so much mm. emotion in your work is because you uh, as you said, right, you're you're kind of to some extent a puppet to your subconscious to your emotions, right? While yeah. you're working. Yeah. It sounds very interesting now I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, it sounds odd, right? It, 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 it makes sense. Because you kinda are a little bit, you know, like something controls you. Mm. Yeah. And Actually, with that piece, I learned a lot of things with physical size. And when you paint, uh, when you create works like that, because it's an action painting, right? So yeah. Jackson Pollock, you know, action painter. You know, drip lines, things like that. It's action, using your body, you know, you're moving around, you're creating lots of energy. The, the thing is with that work that you see the limitations of what your body can produce. And that, that for me, was really quite extraordinary with that work. You Would know? it be physically exhausting to some extent by oh, the end of it? it? Was. Like that's also, was it, how was, was the first drip daunting? Uh, it was the first, not just drip, but it was the first strike, I'd call it, yeah. because it like, it, it, it's like you, I don't know, like you, 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 you kind of opened a wound in some sense, but, yeah. but in, a, in the opposite way. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. But it's just like you, you start that mark and then the energy just kind of flows through that. You open like a floodgate. I know yeah. that sounds a bit corny, but it really no, no, is. It, it is. It's like a floodgate. And then all these emotions and energies start coming through you. And, you know, you want to be able to translate that into the, uh, into the artwork. And it just became like that. Um, it just formed right in front of my eyes, you know, almost uh, almost unconscious decisions, things that just, you know, sparking, boom, 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 here and there, you know, and um, and it just came together. And then when I lit it up, that was, that was uh, there's a bit of a story to that. When the artwork came into the exhibition, which was the 2016 voyage, mm -hmm. I asked, <laughs> I asked David Caffrey from, from New Act and I said, mate, we've got this artwork, let's light it up. Yeah, you know, that wasn't actually the original. Th sorry, that wasn't the original intention, so to speak, right? So, is this artwork not actually meant originally to be lit? Not originally from 2016, but that was a discovery, and that changed the whole game. So that that is, the, is that piece the birth of that's a birth kind of the style we're at right now. That's a birth, yeah. Crazy, and, yeah. And it was like, okay, well, we've got all this media, and it's actually reactive, mm. right? Let's pull because it, it takes a lot of resources. We had to go to the um, to uh, what's his name um, to enlighten. You yeah. know, we had to go to enlighten, um, and we got their premier, you know, lighting engineer um, on that, and put a massive truss up there, you know, in the Nishi Gallery. Yeah, and it requ the exhibition required so many people. I think probably seven or eight people that were involved in the exhibition. It's wild. So when you create something like that at that scale. 
then you naturally bring in lots of uh, people into it. That's mm. what I love about it. Um, and Voyage did that because it's such a large work. It has a like it. It's got a gravity around it. It brings people in in certain ways. Um, and you know, I mean, when you light it up and change it, um, it kind of becomes that. Um, it's like a window into the cosmos and into your brain as well. Yeah, your mind. So do it. We'll just show people what you're talking about with this light. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If you want to oh, take people yeah. through this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is a work called Moon, the first one of a series of three works. Um, and actually that exhibition where I met the architect, that's where it was first shown. Um, yeah. So you'll see just it point change. it towards me a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. there we go. And of course, when it's a bit darker, because obviously here we're, you know, there's a lot of light, when it's a bit darker, you'll get um, a very strong contrast uh, in the work as well. And this is, of course, a UV reactive as well, so it reacts with ultraviolet. See that shift right there? We're cranking the light. Yeah. Ah, here we go. Now, now it's going to get interesting. Okay. And this one glows in the dark as well, so just a little, you know, little bonus there. So <laughs> Did you figure out backlighting in a similar way to you figured out front lighting? Ooh. Um, that's an interesting question. Um, backlighting is very, very difficult because you have to think about the artwork in terms of its layers and how the light actually um, kind of percolates through. So did you think about backlighting before you p like painted the piece or did you light a, a work and then were like, I see the potential for this? Was that like a pre-conceived kind of idea? It's a bit of everything, really. I mean, in terms of, like, there is preconceived ideas in certain works, and you think about it quite rigidly that, yes, this is how the light's going to react to it, and this is how it's going to work. Mm. Other times, it's like, well, it's a bit more conscious than that. Sometimes it's like, well, I want it to be backlit, but I know that it can have front-lit capability as well. Yeah. And sometimes you're thinking about both sides. That's what literally. That's what I love when I bought my works. Yeah. I, we, we lit those up and like these weren't meant to be backlit. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't but meant to be backlit. But holy hell. <laughs> it's those accidental discoveries, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like the best bit about it all, but I'm still waiting. I'm going to figure it out. I just need to we'll just start buying strip lights and just <laughs> covering my walls with them and seeing what happens. It's <laughs> the game plan. We also got game another plan. one behind us here, one yeah. of Tommy's works. Yeah, this one's Spark. And this one's actually really, really interesting because if you get it dark enough in the space, you'll get that movement. So the, so the spark looks like it's pulsating in space. It's like it's moving and breathing. And this heralded a new series, which is the, the spark work, the spark of creation. And uh, it kind of symbolizes really what I do in that respect. So I might be able to see... Oh. Yeah, you can see it. You see it kind of shift, yeah. So that that's cool. And then when you go to UV, this is the really beautiful bit. When you hit the UV, then it flips, and then you get all that energy coming from the front. I think it's so cool because like, when we talk about your work, we always talk about scenes, right? Mm. I think this one is like such distinct scenes. Like each individual color, there's a different a different play with texture, and I think in like in a lot of the works, you'll find that it'll it'll change the way it looks, but it won't completely change the scene. I think in this one, each individual color creates an entirely different painting. Yeah. Which is very cool. Thanks, man. Well, that's the dream, you know, to have works that constantly change and become something different, you know. They'll hold their, their old kind of character in some sense, but they'll, at some points, they'll be completely different works mm. in the same artwork. And then your mind's thinking like, well, how could this be, you know, the same thing from, <laughs> from that, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's the mystery of it, you know, um, and that's why I paint. And I guess you don't necessarily even know that until the work's done. Yeah. Right? You'll rediscover, well, I, I assume this is correct, like, but you'll, you'll probably rediscover your work after you finish the work, right? Like you'd, Absolutely. You'd paint yeah. a piece and it'd be like, Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect him to do that. Well, that's what we had. Remember? We yeah. Had, I was thinking, like, well, that's not going to backlight, right? And no, we're just mucking around and just then mucking bang. around, right? And then, uh oh, wow, something's happening here, right? Yeah. And then a whole series is going to be created out of that. You know, it's it's what it is. You know. Um, and and so, what's the where's the video coming? The video aspect with Ari, um, and your art and your collaboration. Yeah. Well, we 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 partnered up. Um, 
to create like a promotional um, arm of my website essentially. So, um, and we want to create like a promotional video about the architectural installations, which you know you've already kind of seen a little bit with the, the Throsby uh, installation. And uh, yeah, I, I just love to work with Harry because he's got this amazing vision, you know, for how to communicate the message, Thanks, man. Uh, you know, and uh, and yeah, it's just it's an incredible ride, you know. I mean, we learned so much stuff with the first interview. Yeah, like that stuff's not written in books nor no. on any podcast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's like hands-on kind of experience that you go through because you take the risk. I think that's exactly you know me and Tommy probably have a pretty similar learning style as you've already heard when it comes to trying something and then getting something out immediately which you didn't even think you'd get to begin with you know the, i think the the outcome is often so unpredictable that it becomes beautiful in itself yeah I, I i don't think either you or me thought we'd become you know learn as much as we did after that that's true yeah yeah, yeah i think that was very good that was very wonderful. very cool it was exactly. really wonderful and during covid exactly wild's that and they I gave mean, us <laughs> nice food <laughs> yeah, that that w- was the whiskey, right? Wow! Oh yeah, amazing, amazing. Yeah, I'm not really a big whiskey guy. I don't really get it. Usually. Yeah, me too. But that was like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was like, no, nah, man, I'm fine. I, I don't really drink whiskey. I was like, no, you're not fine. <laughs> you're yeah, trying. considering that glass like fifty dollars worth in that point yeah. glass. Yeah, it was a madman. That was beautiful. Uh, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and possibly even a business out of that as well. Exactly. So Things to come. Which might, maybe you might see uh, my artwork uh, on apparel, Ooh. on some type of apparel in the future. It could be quite interesting. So. It be very interesting. So watch this space. Definitely. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things as well is <coughs> being able to show, and hopefully down the tr- future as well, like just sh- be able to help show Tommy's work in that digital space in a very visually you know, pleasing format. I think... You know, being there's nothing like being able to see it in person, obviously. But if we can get as close to humanly possible, as being able to have that experience online, I think that's just that's just amazing, right? Giving more people the opportunity to see what you see in person is amazing. I think I think, and you know, as the guys in Rosby said, that work, you know, it changes the space, right? Yeah, changes your mindset, changes your entire mental state while you're around it. It's funny, I love some. Friends, some of them can be quite blokey blokey at sometimes, and like and pulling out to the work, and they're just tranced out. <laughs> yeah, I, it's beautiful. I've been blessed to have it in my house. Oh, don't know if my landlord man. does though. I'm not, I'm not sure if I need to <laughs> drill into my walls, but alas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to actually drill them into the walls for the time being. Anyway, maybe I'll find another way uh, in the future. But it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got ideas. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> There's no inspections during COVID, actually. Yeah, that's good. Let's so we're fine. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's, that's we've been talking for an hour. Oh, wow. Really? So yeah, that's great. This is what happens on our phone calls. Me and Tommy called to discuss like a minor thing about I know. a video. I and know. Then 40 minutes later, we're like, oh. <laughs> and then all my batteries <laughs> are going on the phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much for coming in. There's Thanks some so much. great Thanks, insights into what it's like, you know, it's been fun, the man. past few months here. In Canberra as a creative, but no, nah, thank you for joining. Absolutely, thanks, man. And the thank show, you so much. and uh, you. I'm sure we'll have you back on one day. <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> wonderful. Thanks so much, man. Sick. Ooh, that was awesome.